I wish you could step on this platform right now. There is an awesome presence of the glory of God in this place tonight. Hallelujah. You better look out, devil. Hallelujah. You better look out, Satan. Amen. The church is going to wake up and realize who it is and its potential and power in this day and hour. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Thank you, Brother Tenney and Louisiana District Board. To all of you who have told me you were praying for me and with me. And to you who have written notes and passed it to the platform and to those who told me God was going to anoint the man that I love and appreciate stepped over to me just a moment ago he was our pastor for a number of years and my wife and children were under him for the cardinal means a lot to me he and his family I I don't come to this pulpit tonight without shaking inside because I realize the awesome responsibility. But I do come here feeling that I have something from God for this congregation tonight. I do not come in competition to anything or anybody. I have nothing. I lay my soul bare to you. I'm not worthy to stand here. But I happen to be here for this moment and this time and this hour in a meeting with destiny and time. And I feel God is going to do something in this congregation tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory. I know you've been standing a moment. I don't know who really, to, whether I should thank anybody for being here or not. I'm, Maybe after I get through, I'll know whether to thank you or not. But to be a part of the 75th uh, camp meeting in Louisiana is probably one of the greatest privileges I feel like I have ever had. And I was privileged to speak at the 50th General Conference of the United Pentecostal Church in 1974. But I honestly feel like this is probably the greatest honor, even greater than preaching at a general conference, is to preach this 75th uh, count meeting here this night, and I mean that from my heart. Thank you so very much. I will touch on a few things that your district superintendent, my beloved esteemed friend and elder, touched on 
Tuesday night and when I sat by Brother Mitchell, Brother Tenney was mentioning various things and I said, that's what I wanted to say. That's my scripture. And I wished he wouldn't say that. He's ruining everything for me. And I have lived in literal torment since that night until last night at the close of the service. Of course, Brother Pugh preached to me. I don't know why the rest of you even came last night. I, he, it would have been better if he'd have just met me at the back and, as he called my name up here. I mean, y'all didn't hear it, but I did. And I was, I was praying and I was desperately saying, God, Lord, listen to these preachers that have come through this pulpit and here I come. And a man that knew nothing at all about what I was going through, the struggle, the former brother Timothy Creel passed by and I never said anything to him and he never said anything to me and he don't even know it yet. But he just laid his hands on me and he said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost. He said, My son, I have already given you the message to preach. Don't change a word of it. Just speak it for I have given it to you. So shall we turn to the word of the Lord? Hallelujah. Let us forget formality and go to the word of God. Is that all right? The book of Galatians, the third chapter. Galatians 3 and 1. This message may be more for saints than it is preachers. But I did not come and I'm not going to deal with any controversial subject or issue or anything. I'm just going to preach against the devil. I hate the devil. I hate the devil. I wish you would get a hold of you and while I was a preacher, I wish somebody would just jump up every once in a while and scream it out. I hate the devil. Hallelujah. Galatians 3 and 1. O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth crucified among you? Then would you turn to 1 Peter, the fifth chapter. 1 Peter, the fifth chapter. First Peter 5 and 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. And one more passage. I won't have to tell you where it is. You can find it, but it's in Matthew, the 16th chapter, and the 18th verse. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Let us pray. Father, in your name, this is your church. This is your people. This is your hour. This is your message. This is your word. Hallelujah. Now anoint the deliverer of it. And anoint the congregation that the divine and perfect will of Almighty God will be wrought in this congregation tonight. Hallelujah. 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 And I thank you for it in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen. Before you sit down, tell your neighbor, I hate the devil. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Great. Hallelujah. I got somebody on my side tonight. Amen. Glory. I want to use for a subject tonight, and I have never been real good at coming up with titles of messages. Everybody else can, can preach them, and they come up with the prettiest titles. Mine never do turn out real pretty. And I get sandwiched between Brother J.T. Pugh, who is one of the most eloquent speakers in the world, and Brother Merle Ewing, who can preach about a fox squirrel and put everybody in the altar. And unless you've heard him preach that sermon, you don't know what I'm talking about. But I want to I use for a subject tonight, your adversary is an imposter. Your adversary is an imposter. I realize that there is a lot of, of news circulating through the world. And there are a lot of things happening in our day that is accenting the devil. He's a very popular creature right now. You read about him, he's the number one bestseller. And there are a lot of things written about him. And strange as it may seem, all the attention he is getting, he likes every bit of it. It does not offend the devil that somehow all of the recent things that just happened in old Mexico has grabbed the attention of the world. He likes that because he is an imposter and he is not really what he is trying to make himself to be. But I've got news for him tonight. We are going to declare he is not what he says he is. He does not have the power he says he has. And he does not have the authority he claims to have. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The devil is a very false person. There is nothing about him that I like. I do not like his name. I do not like his attitude. I do not like his house. I do not like where he is from. I do not like who fellowships with him. I do not like his subjects. But he does not like me. But I want him to know that even though he is my adversary, I understand he is an imposter in everything that he does.
and he is trying to rule this world by the same power that he is trying to rule the church but it is impossible because he is not what he says he is brother Johnson I read to you in first Peter that it said be careful your adversary is walking about as a roaring lion it does not say he is a roaring lion but it said he merely walks about as a roaring lion there is only one roaring lion and there has only been one great roaring lion and he is the lion and tribe of Judah and this adversary is trying to imitate this great God of mine hallelujah but he is an imposter he is a fake he is nothing but a sharp sawed off devil that fell from grace he was a prince but a prince is not a king a prince is somebody that's waiting for a throne that's trying to take dominion of something but the prince of this world is not the king of the church and he does not have the authority and the rule and the power of the church of the living God hallelujah amen now the writer in in Peter said that your adversary the devil is doing no more than lying in wait and he is opposing you contrary such as to somebody opposing someone in a lawsuit but when you get into Galatians and he said all foolish Galatians who have bewitched you now this word bewitching is means fascinating something that is a false representation something that is trying to usurp its authority over something else and one writer said it is such as known as the black snake that can lure a bird who was not bound who could not be taken over by a serpent but by a serpent weaving and motion moving can charm that bird into its grasp now the writer said all foolish Galatians who have bewitched you that you were free you were not bound this serpent could not do anything to you he did not have the power to take you over but he is trying by his false impression of power to take you over the devil can only take you by his slow weaving and web of trying of fear and intimidation he does not rule this universe he did not win really in heaven like he said he did. He didn't even win in Eden as much as he thinks he did. He did not win at Calvary like he thinks he did. He did not win at the grave like he thinks he did. And the battle is already decided. The victory has already been settled. And my God is already king of kings and lord of lords and ruler over all things hallelujah amen i understand the writer said 
that the devil also comes as an angel of light. But he is not the light. He is only the imitator trying of that light. But the light in this world is, of course, God Almighty. But the devil will reign where he is not challenged. In John 10 and 10, Jesus said, The thief cometh but to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. The devil is trying to do to the church what he cannot do unless the church gives in to that power. He does not have power over the church. He cannot take this church. He cannot take one saint. He does not have that authority. But he is trying to bewitch by his conniving way to weave around us a spirit of fear. A spirit of fear. A spirit of intimidation. But I have news for him. We will not be bound by his fear or his intimidation. Amen. The church is going to rise in victory and power and deliverance. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. But once the devil slowly weaves his web of intimidation, his authority is a false authority. Anything that he says is not right for him to say it to you. He does not have that right. But if you will listen to him, he will say it to you. And he will say it over and over and over and over. I want to declare tonight that the devil cannot do anything but reign by fear. Fear is his only tactic that he can attack this great church of the living God. But once he causes us to become fearful, once he weaves to us and around us this power of fear, the church becomes bound. It becomes no more than another religious system on the face of the earth. Its services become dull. It becomes lifeless. They become boring. They become not powerful, but they become just things going on. The devil don't care if we exist. He just don't want us to exist in freedom. He does not want the church to exist knowing its power and knowing its name and knowing its authority and knowing its glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Please don't throw songbooks at me, but the devil don't care if we do wear long hair, if we don't wear makeup, if we don't do any of those things, as long as we don't put it together with the power of the Holy Ghost and the name of Jesus Christ. But he is afraid of the church when they put it together, for there is not a power, there is not a spirit that hell can throw against the church that she can not overcome victorious in the name of Jesus yes. hallelujah oh my God, that's so- glory I hate the devil yes sir I hate him and I'll tell you why I hate him because he has slowly worked in some churches yeah. and some homes 
and some lives. Yes, yes. I'm not picking on anything, just stay with me. Until he has woven this fear and intimidation, Brother Tenney, until he's got us where he wants us. Prayer is the first thing we lose. Worship is the next thing we lose. Our standards are the third thing we lose. And our doctrine is the fourth thing we lose. The devil don't care how much a form we have. Just don't ignite the power of the name with all the rest of it. He don't want you to put it together. He wants you to believe that you are defeated. He wants you to believe that he has power over you. But I want to declare to him tonight, wake up church of the living God. He is an imposter. He is a fake. He is not real. He is defeated already by the power of the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, he's defeated. Glory. I hope you're hanging with me. The battle is on in our generation. The battle is on in our world. But come on. If he could defeat us, he would have already done it, Brother Barnes. But he can't do it until he brings us under the power of his intimidated fear. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Did I say anything wrong? No. All right. But I want you to know, and Brother Tenney did a better job on it than I did. But into this battle, we can bring ministering spirits. We can bring angels. Hallelujah. I said we can bring angels. We can bring angels. Hallelujah. Our angels are powerful angels. I believe that there is a personality of an angel. Right. I believe that an angel can get to so close to you that he can look like you. You say you can't prove that by the word of God. When Peter stood at the gate at the door and they were praying for him the bible said they came back and they said that's not him that's his angel hallelujah i want you to know that my god has a kingdom world of ministering spirit and power that associate themselves with the church of the living god and they take on our likeness and they look like us and they act like us amen they're our angels Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. I had never really had an encounter in the spirit world until a few months ago. And uh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but we had an old gal to come in our church. Pardon the loose expression, but she was a lesbian. And I know you shouldn't say that publicly, but I happen to say it. And uh, she came in there, and before that old gal was through, she was a married woman. She gave up her family to walk in our church, and before she got through, she pulled teenage people out of our church and drugged them out with her. And I made up my mind, hey, there's something wrong somewhere here. I went in my office. I called a church prayer meeting. I went into my office 
and I was praying before I went into the sanctuary. Never in my life, Brother Ewan, have I beheld what I beheld. Just as I stood up to walk out, I looked, and there, the office ceiling in my office is 10 feet. There was a dude standing there. His head almost hit the ceiling. Now you can believe it if you don't, if you want to or not. That doesn't bug me. Amen. I saw him standing there. I beheld that he was an angel of the Lord. And then he told me, don't you fear anything. For I will walk with you. And I will go with you. Hallelujah. I will stand with you. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. You may be seated. As we went out to prayer meeting, a lady in our church that I have a whole lot of confidence in, she later told me, she did not know what I had seen, but she later told me, I saw on the platform two little bitty things that looked like strange looking imps and she said that's the best I can explain she said but they wasn't big they were little old bitty things they were like midget and they climbed up in the chair and they're sitting there swinging their feet just a laughing and making fun but she said after a while something happened and they became fearful and afraid and they walked out the door and got out I want to tell you what they were afraid of read brother Creel but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. Upon them that fear Him. Upon them that fear Him. And His righteousness. And His righteousness. Children's children. Upon the children's children. To such as keep His covenant. To such as keep His covenant. And to those that remember His commandments to do them. All right, read on. The Lord hath prepared His throne. The Lord hath prepared His throne. In the heavens. In the heavens. And his kingdom ruleth over all, over all, over, over all. part, over part, <laughs> over, over all, over all. There is not one thing that the kingdom of God does not rule over. <laughs> he rules the heavens. He rules the earth. He rules the sea. He rules everything under it and in it. Hallelujah. He ruleth over it all. Hallelujah. Glory. Please be seated. Amen. I'm going to run to the end of the message real quick. But I want you to know that when God put Adam in Eden, in the Garden of Eden, He transferred some authority to him. Now hold on. He, he put Adam in the garden and He gave Adam power over the fowls of the air, over the earth, and over the fish in the sea. In other words, things above the earth things on the earth and things under the earth and the bible said at the name of jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess of things in heaven and things on the earth and things under the earth i'm saying if adam had power over the air and over the earth and the things that are under the earth then the church has power as right as Adam did, the church has power over the air and over the earth 
and over the things in the earth by the name of Jesus. Hell is subject unto the church because he hath given us power over everything. Glory. Read on, Brother Creole. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Ye his angels. Ye his angels. That excel in strength. That do what? Excel. Excel in strength. Read it, Brother Kinsey. There is no place in the Bible where the fallen subjects of the devil are ever referred to as having strength or having power or having glory or having dominion but the writer said his angels excel in strength amen glory. they do his commandments and they do his commandments hearkening unto the voice of his word the voice of his what word his word in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld the glory and now the scripture that i quit reading in matthew said and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven the church is living beneath its privilege and hell is trying to frighten the church but wake up church and wake up devil we fix to have a confrontation and the church is going to win hallelujah Hallelujah. The devil, there is a prince over your city. Brother Tinney dealt with that the other night. The prince of Persia, the prince of Greece, and all those other dudes. But princes are not kings. Princes are not kings. I want to tell you, your adversary is a dude that thinks he's going to get a throne. But he's always thought he was going to get one. But he's been fooled in the beginning. And he will be fooled, Brother Treadway, at the end of this thing. Hallelujah. I'll tell you who's going to get the throne. It's God Almighty who ruleth over all things. And everything is under his control and his authority. But the devil and his imps reign in a power structure of darkness I said they reign in a power structure of darkness let it set in we'll get up in just a second when I read you the scripture we're fixing to read yeah. they reign in darkness yeah. they reign in darkness uh -huh. because when he fell hallelujah he was an angel of light but the option of light is dark and when he fell he lost his relationship with almighty god and the reflection of the glory he lost and darkness became his dominion 
and where he is not challenged, darkness will reign. Churches where the devil is not challenged, they will move in and set up their kingdom and stop revival and fight the man of God and oppose the move of God. Well, my amen's dried up real quick, but I run it by you again. Where there is darkness, the devil and his imps move in and set up shop and they stop worship and they stop music and they stop dancing and they stop shouting and they defy the pulpit and they defy the angels of God and they defy men of God and they defy everything but there's an answer but there is an answer there is an answer Read in Psalms. Read in Psalms. Thou makest darkness. Thou makest darkness. And it is night. And it is night. Wherein all the beasts of the forest do creep forth. Wherein all the beasts of the forest do creep forth. The young lions roar after their the prey. The young lions roar after their prey. And seek their meat from God. And seek their meat from God. The sun arises. But the sun arises. They gather themselves together. And they gather themselves together. And lay them down in their dens. And lay them down in their dens. I'm preaching to a church somewhere tonight. I want to talk to a pastor for a moment uh, that the enemy has moved in and there don't seem to be a victory. I'll tell you what's going to happen Sunday morning or Sunday night in your church. Darkness has been raining, but the sun is going to rise. The sun is going to arise. Hallelujah. The sun is going to rise. The sun is going to rise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sit down, please. Amen. Glory. Somebody get a hold of what I'm saying. Somebody grab it. Because when it's darkness, the imps become bold. For the barns, they just strut out. There's nothing to reveal them. They just walk out everywhere. It's darkness. They defy everything. They defy the song service. They defy the preacher. It's darkness. They're used to it. But the sun starts to rise. And on the eastern horizon, when the sun peeps over the hill, the devil says, hey, we're fixing to be found out. We better hunt us a place and get to hide around here. Amen. And the Bible said they gather themselves together and they hunt a den to get in because they're afraid of the light. 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 The devil is hardly mentioned in the Old Testament. But you find him every chapter or two in the New Testament. There is a reason. The sun had not been revealed from Genesis to Malachi. But in Matthew, 
the Son was revealed and made its entrance into this world. And when he, the Son, entered into this world, the enemy could no longer hide. And he was caught out in the open and he was revealed everywhere as the adversary, the devil. Glory. It's going to get a hold of somebody in a minute. Hallelujah. The devil has brought fear. The devil has brought jealousy. The devil has brought strife. He's brought intimidating fear. He's caused division. Hallelujah. Now hold on and don't, don't fall out with me. But we've been looking for him to come one way, and he's came in the other way. We've been looking for him to steal so many precious things that we love away from us, but he's done it differently. He's come in the back door, and he's sowed discord among us. All right, you don't like that. I'll go and I'll skip over that. But you ought to hear what I got to say about it. I said you ought to hear what I got to say about it. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. In 75 years, the devil has not been able to steal the doctrine or holiness away from Louisiana district. 75 years he hadn't been able to do it but he can come in here with discord he can come in here with fear he can come in here with jealousy and envy and bind the whole thing that we may be in number but we won't be in power but the sun arises but the sun arises but the sun ariseth, the sun ariseth, the sun ariseth. Oh God, send us a sunrise. Oh God, send us a sunrise. God, send the United Pentecostal Church a sunrise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me leave that and go on. Glory. The devil would love to make a bargain with the church of the living God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, ma'am. Hallelujah. I want him to know he might as well get ready for a battle because there's some saints of God going to leave here. Saturday morning and they're going to go back into church Sunday morning and they're going to start worshiping and magnifying and glorifying and lifting the preacher up and lifting the name of Jesus up and devils are going to take their flight and spirits are going to get out hallelujah and victory is going to come and healing is going to come and deliverance is going to come and salvation is going to come my god somebody ought to dance in the holy ghost somebody ought to dance amen just because he's god hallelujah
Hallelujah. Glory. That's it, run, Granny. Hallelujah. Amen. He can't take us. He can't take us. He can't do it. He can't do it. Greater, greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. Greater, 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 greater. You may be seated. Somebody said, what happened after y'all had that prayer meeting in Longview? I'll tell you what started happening. Hallelujah. People started getting the Holy Ghost, Brother Born. That gal cleared out of there. She took a few with her. But when she got out, the Holy Ghost started raining. Glory. They started getting the Holy Ghost every week. They're still getting the Holy Ghost. I've got some saints here tonight to verify this. Glory. But there's something else that happened just a few weeks ago. Glory. We've moved into that realm of miracles. I'm talking about doctor-confirmed miracles. Hallelujah. When darkness goes and light comes, oh, hallelujah, something in the miraculous is going to take place. Hallelujah. Glory. My oldest daughter who's sitting right over there. My wife took her to the doctor. The doctor came in and told my wife, Miss Spears, I want you to come in here and look on this scan. Here's a large growth on her inside in her, her intestines. And it's got to be gone in a number of days. Oh, we've got to do something drastic. Well, it was gone in a number of days. In about one night, hallelujah. And the doctor said, well, it's gone. But one night in service, just a few weeks ago, we got to praise in God. Just praise in God. Just praise in God. And about that time, a lady came down the aisle. And she motioned for me to come over there. She was visiting. And she said, Brother Spears, I was blind in this eye. But I can read that wall up there right now. Nobody ever laid a hand on her. The light, the light, the light. When I told that, a lady come running down the aisle, Keith Clark's sister, come running down the aisle, Patty ran up to the front and she said, Pastor, I've been deaf in this ear, but it was just healed. When she said that, Lloyd Aikman stood up on that side of the building and Lloyd runs funny. He runs like this. And I knew something was happening because he was coming down like this. And he said, he just healed mine too. Amen. He healed three people with hearing problems that night. But when Glenda Black, sitting in the back of the building, who had a garter for 16 years that hung down like this, and she turned to her husband to say, Randy, I feel something warm. She didn't get the words out. He screamed back in her face, It's gone, honey! It's gone! It's gone! It's gone!
when the light comes, when the light comes, when the light comes, darkness has to go. The light, the light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's not all of it. So far, I have not laid a hand on not a one of these people yet. Sister Nichols, crippled, sitting in the back of the building. Just suddenly, she saw that happening. She's a hefty sort of woman. God does answer Pentecostal preach people's prayer more than anybody else. You know why? We always pray, Lord, bless this food to our body. And God, He has. Amen. Amen. And Sister Nichols saw all that going on. And she took that crutch. And she laid it on the pew. And she shuffled out to the end of the aisle. And she come down the aisle. A dancing in the Holy Ghost. Healed. 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 Hallelujah. When we got them little bitty dudes off the platform that night, hallelujah, the angel of the Lord that excel in strength brought miracles and signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Let me tell you two or three more and I'll, I'll quit and move on. The miracles have not stopped. They're still happening. We prayed for a baby just a few nights ago. The doctors in Longview were rushing it to, to Dallas because its intestines had already ruptured through. And they said something drastically has to be done for this child to live. By the time they got it to Dallas, the specialist checked it, said, take it back home. I don't know what you're talking about. The doctors must... Please don't think I'm trying to be a smart aleck. I'm not old enough to be that. I don't know enough to be smart. But please, Pentecostals, let's wake up and realize we've been running from the devil when he should have been running from us. But we've been running because we've been afraid of him. I'm not trying to minimize his power. I'm just telling you what the book said. He is just as a roaring lion. He is a beguiling spirit. Hallelujah. But he is not and does not reign over all. There is only one mention in the Bible to the possibility that he has a throne. And the only thing it said, he said, I will exalt my throne above his throne. It does not even really declare he's got a throne. He's the one said that. He's the one said that. God didn't say, you got a throne. The devil said, I got a throne. Well, I want him to know one thing. Wherever he lives, wherever his dominion is, he don't even have the key to his own front door because my God took it away 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody said, but don't you know he took one-third of the angels with him? Yeah, but can't you figure? That's exactly right. Thank you, but I'll preach it. Hallelujah.
For every one he took with him, two stayed. And half of what he took with him are bound in chains. I said some of his are bound in chains. Ours excel in strength. You don't have to fear. You don't have to go home afraid. You don't have to pray afraid. You don't have to believe afraid. There can stand on either side of you an angel of the Lord that excel in strength for anything you need. And everybody said amen. Oh. I do too. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. Let me go to the Old Testament and show you something that the devil is trying to do to the church right now. Read, Brother Creel. Then first, Nahash. Then First Samuel, the 11th chapter. Then Nahash. The Ammonite came up. All right. And encamped against Jabeshgilead. All right. And all the men of Jabesh. All right. Said to Nahash. Said to Nahash. Make a covenant with us. Make a covenant with us. And we will serve thee. And we will serve thee. And Listen. Nahash. And Nahash. The Ammonite answered them. Listen. On this condition, on this condition, I'll make a covenant with you. That I may thrust out all your right eyes, my Lord Emerson. That's why I gave you the scriptures for starting. Amen. And lay it for a reproach upon all Israel. Nahash, whose name means serpent, Lord, came to Israel and said, let me make a covenant with you. Uh -huh. And they said, what is the covenant? And he said, give me your right eye. The devil is offering a covenant with the church of the living God. There is a reason why he wants our right eye because the right eye is in conjunction with the hand that holds the sword the shield is held with the left hand and the devil knows if he can take away our offensive power he does not care that we have defensive power The devil said, if I can take out the right eye, I will take out your ability to fight. I'll take out your ability to attack. And all you'll have left is the ability to defend. The church has been defending long enough. It's time to take the sword out, keep our right eye, and say, in the name of Jesus, we declare battle, hallelujah, against the enemy, amen. Glory, hallelujah, amen. Brother Tenney told me when he invited me to preach over here, he said, son, I just want you to preach, but don't want you to preach all night. So I'm watching the clock real close, amen. Hallelujah. That's the reason they saved my friend Merle till the last night. Hallelujah. 
We don't have anything planned after then. Amen. Excuse me, Merle. Hallelujah. But we all knew it was coming sooner or later. Hallelujah. Nahash is saying to the church, give me your children. He's saying, give me your children. I don't mean to be throw a damper on this thing, but we're losing more Pentecostal children than I'm afraid we're holding. We need revival among the family, the children of the United Pentecostal Church. We need revival, but we've been trying to win it with a shield. We've been trying to win it with a shield alone. We've got to have a sword in our hand. Hallelujah. It's time we marched into the invading territory. Drugs is reaping a havoc in Pentecost. Drugs is destroying preachers' kids by the untold numbers. It's time we quit defending our position and got the sword out and walked out into the battlefield and say, Thus saith the word of Almighty God. We come to defeat the enemy. He is subject unto us. We're not making a deal with you, devil. You can't have our right eye. You can't have our children. You can't have our standards. You can't have our doctrine. You can't have our worship. You can't have anything. And I know there's nobody here in this category, but let me say it anyway. For anybody who might think we're going to lay down the shield and just operate with a sword, you got another thing coming. We're not laying down the shield nor the sword. We don't have to give up anything we've ever had. We can maintain and hold on to everything we've got and take our advance against the stronghold of the enemy and quit sitting around saying, if the devil wouldn't bother us, we'd be victorious. Baloney! It's time to get up and march into the army, into the camp of the enemy and say, thus saith the Lord, victory is ours. Victory is ours. Somebody said, but you don't understand, Brother Spears. You see, we got some problems in our churches. We've got a little problems over here, and we got a little problems over there. And we can't ever get revival until everything gets totally perfectly right. Well, I want to tell you, friend. For all of you who are dragging in the mud and saying it won't ever happen and we can't have a move of God because we got a little wrong here and there's some of them doing a little bit of something to it over here and uh, some of them's doing a little bit to it over here and some of them's putting a little bit on too much over there. 
I want to carry you to the book of Revelation. Hallelujah. And the seven churches in Revelation. And they had some problems. Oh, yes, they did. Read it. They were blind. They were half naked. They were carnal. They were selfish. They were indifferent. Don't sit there and act like your Bible. Don't say that. It does. But he said, I saw in the midst of the church him. I saw him standing in the midst of the church. Hallelujah. Yes. I want you to know Hallelujah. this is still his church. Upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it nor take it away from me. It's my church. Woo! Hallelujah. And everybody said amen. amen. I've been here almost an hour. Give me just a few more minutes and I'll try to wind it up. Jesus Christ came into this world. And in John 14 and 30, he makes one of the most phenomenal statements I think he made the whole time he was up on this earth. Read it, Brother Creole. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. All right. For the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. Somebody said, how could God Almighty operate in the realm that he operated in and there was nothing that could stop him? Because he was able to say, Satan hath no part in me. Therefore, when he walked up to the stronghold of the enemy, the enemy did not control one speck, one iota. He did not have one say over him. Hallelujah. Oh, it's getting quiet right now. But may I tell you, the enemy is doing his best to try to get one finger hold into the church of the living God. Yes, yes. We've been afraid he wanted the whole pie, Brother Treadway. But he don't want the whole pie. He just wants a part. Just a finger hold. And that's all he needs. And that's all he wants to try to destroy the church of the living God. Just a little bit of envy. Yeah. Just a little bit of strife. Uh -huh. Just a little bit of hatred. Not a person is shouting. Isn't that strange? Yeah. Hallelujah. The devil is trying to destroy the church by just taking one small part and holding us down. But Jesus said, I give you power. For him not to hold on to you, but I give you power to tread upon serpents and on scorpions and on dragons and whatever it is. I give you the power to walk on them. The church has sat down too long. It needs to stand up and do some walking into the kingdom of the Hallelujah. man and walk where he does not want us to walk and tread where the devil does not want us to tread. 
we can defeat him if we can get up off of our cans of laziness and fear and intimidation and march into the camp of the enemy with a shield and a sword and the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous runneth into it and say God is trying to unleash upon this church apostolic power apostolic authority yes, for the last day this wasn't in the message but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it I may get criticized for it but I'm gonna do it Go ahead. Jesus Christ came into this world and at 12 years of age he shut the mouth by an argument of everything anybody could say but there was no miracle there there was nothing miraculous there other than the mind of almighty God but the hard-hearted walked away hard-hearted. The skeptic walked away with hatred and malice and envy. Hallelujah. Hold on, Pentecostals. We brag about the fact that we can shut their mouth on any realm of doctrine. Thank you. I've got three hands out there with me. And we brag about the fact Boy, we shut their mouth. We closed them up. And we walk away. And there is no revival. And there's no miracle. That's it. But one day Jesus said, It's time for the argument to be over. Satan hath no part in me. He said, Send for that water. Hallelujah. Bring it here. It's time to do something now. I've argued long enough. I've had all the run-ins I want to have. Turn water into wine. Get up, crippled man. See blind person. Come out of the grave. And the world started to shake it. And the kingdom of the devil began to quake. It's time we came out somewhere and found out what Elder Borns was talking about today. And come out with some signs and wonders and miracles to glorify God Almighty. And the kingdom of the devil will shake and vibrate and there will be revival! There will be. Please, nobody look at their watch. I'm trying to hurry up and get through. But, uh, thank you. Amen. But uh, Mary stood on the hillside. And she heard that which had come from her loins as he stood and made the statement, Go back to Jerusalem and there tarry. The Comforter, yeah. the Holy Ghost, 
is going to come on you. I wonder, Brother Whalen, what she thought. Because this is the same little lady that 34 years before had heard an angel tell her that which is going to conceive in you is of the Holy Ghost. And what conceived in her brought forth the Son of God. Now the Son of God is standing and saying the same thing that overshadowed this lady that brought me into this world. It's going to overshadow you and it's going to come inside of you and something is supposed to be born inside of you. I tell you Pentecostals, we somewhere don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we don't have the truth. I'm saying there's bound to be something to develop in us yet. That's it. That's it. Right. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Luke the fourth chapter, Jesus went into the wilderness full of the Holy Ghost. Luke 4 and 1. Luke 4 and about, I forget what verse it is now. It says, and he came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. Pentecostals, it's not just enough to have the Holy Ghost. We need the power of the Spirit in operation in our lives to produce the will of Almighty God. We've talked in tongues, and we've jigged our step, and we've been content to stop there. And we've won the argument and lost the crowd. That's it. That's it. But somewhere, somehow, the sun is going to rise. Somewhere. Hallelujah. Woo! I'm going to get to that point. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, sir. But something's going to happen to the church. Here to me is one of the most beautiful things there is in the Word of God. I stand before you tonight. I wish I could say I was perfect. Because if I could, I'd brag about it. Jesus, I didn't know everybody but me was. Day. We, know what you're we hadn't made it yet. Okay. We haven't moved into that realm of being totally perfected yet. Yes. And this battle of the enemy has left some of us with some garments that are not the most lovely thing to behold. Get ready to read, Brother Creole. Boy, this, this to me, I hope you get what I see in this. Read in, in Zechariah. And he shewed me Joshua the high priest. And he showed me Joshua the high priest. Standing before the angel of the Lord. Standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan standing. And Satan standing. At his right hand. At his right hand. To resist him. To resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan. And the Lord said unto Satan. The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. 
even the Lord that has chosen the church upon the rock. Is not this a brand? Is this not a brand? Plucked out of the fire! Plucked out of the fire! But read on. Now Joshua and Joshua was clothed with filthy garments. Was clothed with filthy garments. And stood before the angel. And he stood before the angel. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him. Oh, and the Lord answered and spoke to those who stood before him. Saying, saying, take away the filthy garments take away. from him. Take away. We're going to defeat this devil. He said, the first thing I got to do is I've already rebuked the devil. Now the thing I got to do is take the filthy garment away. And unto him, he said. And unto him, he said. Behold. Behold. I have caused thine iniquity. I have caused thine iniquity. To pass from thee. To pass from thee. And I will clothe thee. And I will clothe thee. With a change of raiment. With a change of raiment. Read on. Then I said, then I said, let them set a fair mitre upon his head. My God, then get the mitre and set upon his head. Hallelujah. So they me. set a fair mitre. He set a fair mitre upon his head. I'll take it right there. Amen. I want to declare to a church tonight that has been bruised, that has been battered, that has been tormented, that's been touched by the filth of this world. There's a God that's standing tonight saying, I'll give you a new garment, I'll take your iniquity away, and I'll put a new anointing. I'll put a new anointing. I'll put a new anointing. I'll put a new anointing back on your head. Hallelujah! Come on, I'm about through. Amen! Hallelujah! 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 Hell rejoices when you fall, but heaven rejoices when you repent. Come on. I want to talk to somebody right now. And it's getting real quiet and hot, hot dog stands are calling. But there's something else calling right now. Sit there with your arms folded and act like your righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees. But we're sitting here tonight battled by the scars of hell itself. But we need a change of garment. We need a new anointing. We need our iniquity wiped away from us by the power of Almighty God. We can't do it by ourselves. There must come an anointing from Almighty God. It is written, devil! It is written! It's written! It's written! It's written! It's written! Once the garment is changed, once the iniquity is gone, once the, the fair matter is set back on the head, something starts happening. The church quits being on the defense and starts marching on the offense. Jehovah stood back 
And when the enemy came and stole the ark, he let them steal the ark. But when Ezra said, I think it's time for us to go get the ark, Jehovah said, I'll go with you. Hallelujah. I'll go with you. And he said, when you get down there, spoil the enemy. Take everything you can from him. My Lord. Hallelujah. Brother Tenney mentioned it the other night, and he's been trying to say it since I've been up here preaching the last few minutes. And I want to say what he was saying. I don't believe in reformation. I believe in restoration. Hallelujah. I believe that in the last days I will pour my spirit out upon all flesh and I will restore and I will restore all the years that's been lost. I'm going to restore it. My God, when you go home this weekend, attack the stronghold of the enemy. Start taking some captives. Pray some kids back through the Holy Ghost. Get out there and get some backsliders. Find somebody new on the street corner. Pray a drug addict through. Get an alcoholic. Baptize somebody in Jesus' name. Lay hands on somebody. Say, the Lord said. The Lord said. The devils are scared of it when you say, the Lord said. The Lord said. The Lord said. You can sit there if you want to. But in Longview this weekend, we're going to kick devils. We're going to walk on devils. We're going to have victory. We're going to baptize them in Jesus' name. We're going to see them get the Holy Ghost. We're going to rejoice. Our garments are going to be clean. Our anointing is going to be returned. Our sword is going to be in our hand. Our shield is going to be in our other hand. Our power is going to be with us. The barren is going to rejoice. The barren is going to sing and rejoice. I'm closing and you can keep standing if you want to or sit down. Doesn't make any oh, difference. Oh, let's sing that song first. I have. Oh, let's sing that song first. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to get that. Okay. I have preached for over an hour oh, to get to I one do. verse in the Bible. <laughs> and I showed it to Brother Creel before I ever came up here tonight. Hallelujah. I want you to know, in closing, amen, the church is standing on the threshold of the latter rain. The Bible said there'd be the former rain and the latter rain. The former rain was the harvest, the first harvest, which was the wheat harvest. But the second harvest, the second rain, hallelujah, was the one of the fruit. Glory. And God has said, I'm not only going to give it to you, but he said, I'm going to fill the floor up. It's in Joel. Y'all can read it when you get home. That's in the Bible. Hallelujah. In Joel, the second chapter. And he said, I'm going to fill the floor up. I'm going to run it over. Hallelujah. Where's all of you that's been set back saying, it ain't ever going to happen. It's never going to happen. Oh, yes, it is. 
He said it was. He said it was. He said it was. He said it was. I didn't say it. He said it. I didn't say it. He said it. The district board didn't say it. He said it. The United Pentecostal Church didn't say it. He said it. Why are you doubting it if he said it and the devil can't do one thing about it? Your adversary is a fake. Your adversary is defeated. All right, here it is. My Lord, have mercy. Brother Davis. Yeah. Start us a little bit of yeah. music. Yeah, kick it off. Don't, don't bug some of them now. But you can do whatever you want to do for me. That's it. All right. Let's wrap it up. I'm going to bring it home to you. Your adversary is as a roaring lion. He has a bewitching spirit, but he's limited. Now, we're fixing to wrap up and bind him. And I'm gonna prove it to you by the word of God that somebody's standing way back up yonder underneath the balcony can do it. Read. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord. Sing unto the Lord. A new song. A new song. And praise Him in the congregation of the saints. And praise Him in the congregation of the saints. Let Israel rejoice. Let Israel rejoice. In Him that in him made Him. That hath made Him. Let the children of Zion. Let the children of Zion. Be Be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name. Let him praise his name. In the in the dance. Hallelujah. It's in the book. Let them sing praises unto him. Let them sing praises unto him. With the timbrel and the harp. With Where the are they? And the harp. There we go. Amen. Go ahead. For the Lord to get pleasure in his people. For the Lord to get pleasure in his people. He will beautify. He will beautify. The meek with salvation, with, with a clean garment, with no iniquity, and the anointing back on the head. Glory. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud. Let them sing aloud. Up bed. Upon their beds. Read on. Let it praises now we're to the point let his high praises this is one of the only times this is mentioned in the word of god high praise sometimes <laughs> we pentecostals stop in ordinary praise and never get to real worship praise makes you feel good but worship is directed unto him who is holy, who is almighty, who is everlasting, who is king, 
who is wonderful, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. All right, here's what happens. Now we're getting down to the good point. High praises of God in their mouth. When they get the high praises of God in their mouth. And a two-edged sword in their hand. And a two-edged sword in their hand. To execute vengeance. To execute vengeance. Upon the heathen. Upon the heathen. And punishments. And punishment. Upon the people. Upon the people. To bind their kings. To do what? Bind their kings. To do what? To bind their kings. To bind their king with chains with chains and their nobles and their nobles with tatters of iron with tatters of iron to execute this is it to execute upon them the judgment written to execute upon them the judgment written hold it just a minute amen the judgment written the judgment written here, O oh Israel, the Lord, our God, is Lord. It is the judgment written. Here it is. I preached all the time to say this: to execute upon the devil once they get high praises in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand they're gonna bind they're gonna bind they're gonna bind the king they're gonna bind the nobles and then they're gonna execute the judgment written what is the judgment written devil you're not a king you've never been a king you have no throne there's only one throne there's only one king he is everlasting to everlasting of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end is the honor this of the saints is the honor of all his saints honey you have the same authority as the authority invested in your god that it is written devil you are subject unto my king and his name and I wear his name. This honor have all his saints. This honor have all his saints. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Praise him. Up on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Up on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Up on this rock, I will.
knows and why the devil hates you. Anybody want to know why the devil hates you? He does not hate you because you dress the way you dress or that you dance the way you dance. I'm going to tell you, he hates you because you are becoming what he always wanted to be and can't. For he said, I will exalt my throne and be like him. But John said, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And you are becoming what the devil can never become, and you are to rejoice about it. Amen. Well, let's hope this right.